Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and welcome back to the final conclusion of tonight's Thanksgiving Foodies Never Say Die special podcast. Who doesn't want to just spin around the world in reverse and turn back time? If I could turn About yelling in terror. Which is not possible, folks. It's not possible. Listen, right, after the first two movies, you know, you got the third one with Richard Pryor, which, you know, terrible as it is, Richard, had Richard yeah. Pryor. That one and then the fourth nightmares. one, which we pretend doesn't exist, <laughs> with the nuclear yeah, man. Stop. I'm pretty sure I've watched that with Nicholas at least once in his living room yep. slash den. But no, I remember Blade more often than not in, with Nick, <laughs> especially Blade 3. Yeah, I like Blade 3. Yeah, I, like, I mean, Blade training was terrible. Yeah, well... Yeah, but it was yeah, fun. It, it was fun. Yeah, it, it was fun. The first one's still the best one. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Two's got some good moments. Like but three was just so stupid. It, just, it went. But it was just so much yeah. fun because it ran. Yeah, 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 but it's like. In leather. Triple H, Parker Pose, like just that. It's like just ridiculous. Dracula, oh, like, come yeah. on. Like, come on. Who, who else wants a you know, vampire Pomeranian? But do you know who Dracula was yeah. in that movie? It was, um, what's his face? He played in prison. He was, you're so what's good. His face? Travis, he's he's no actor thing we've had so far. You know, what's his name? What's his, the guy with the thing with the... Dominic <laughs> Purcell? He, I, I know all his roles, I just can't remember his name. He's on, I like Legends, so he's on Legends. He's fantastic. Underrated show, highly underrated. Since we're on to movies. Trav, what'd you think of uh, Thanks Killing? Yeah. Oh, segue. So, gee, so during our last podcast off 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 air, <laughs> we talked about getting into the theme of Thanksgiving. There were certain movies that I, I was required to watch. One was called Thanks Killing, and the other one oh, was God. called Poltergeist. Everything hurts. Just Now, let me tell you, it, it, and it should, these two gems of, gems of terrible, terrible fucking goddamn movies was oh it was like watch those two the room there's so many movies the it's it's i mean it was it's definitely like you said it was it was the college definitely college film but thanks killing was all right so thanks killing on money was it was good definitely i mean like you said the opening scene on on point on on points of course that's the best part i just it was it was great it was fine i enjoyed it very much so obviously the gobble gobble motherfucker it was was, that was (laughs) Was, I was like, the thing is, I watched the trailer first, and I was like, it got me hyped. Like, I need to watch this thing, like, right now. And it's only, like, an hour long, hour and ten minutes, or whatever, so I put it on. It was, it was fantastic. Like, I was like, when you start killing? But, and, it, and it was awesome. Like, it was, like, stupid. It had all the tropes that you needed. You have the, the smart the smart kid who wants to let loose. You had the dumb jock. You had the whore. The super, uh, the pooch kind of girl. The, the drunken kind of guy it's it, it, it all there. just and it's just, just i'm reading synopsis <laughs> of these movies this is yeah. oh yeah i'm sorry poultry geist night of the chicken, chicken death. death yes when so, a fast food chicken restaurant is built on the site of an ancient native american burial ground the displaced yeah, spirits glorious. unite with the ghosts of exterminated chickens and transform into native american chicken zombies seeking revenge yeah okay so yeah Thanks killing. Thanks killing was you know that it was high ratings of terribleness. It was hyped up. It was like all right, let's let's go right to Poultry Geist. You told me what it was about. You just read the the description of it. The fact that it was also the a, a musical. It started off slow. It got actually really hard to get into. I don't know if it's the fact that the 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 medium that I had to watch it had commercials in it, so I had to wait for the commercials to go by. But it was just it was. I mean, you had was it was Paco Bell, Carl's Jr. Wendy's, like these are the names of the characters. It was like all fast food chains. It was, it was god awful. I mean, oh man, it's <laughs> for what it's. But halfway through, when literally shit starts to hit the fan, then it becomes one of the greatest. Oh my god, what the hell am I watching? Kind of movies, like just the obscene nonsense that goes on between all of a sudden the, the musical outbreaks. Random nudity is is just stupid the broom up the guy's ass and now it's like it now it's a broom <laughs> through his dick that's it that's like what the hell's going it's dude gee i'm telling you this has every like weird like the the one chick is called they call they call her hummus but it's hamas and it's just like it's every like you can't play this movie now without this thing getting shut down like it, it offends literally everybody yeah um, i can see that but but like once, like I said, once things get batshit insane and things get progressively worse, once everyone turns into this zombie-like chicken and there's just like a big old like 
kill fest like in the middle it just it gets really like completely insane and it's, it gets great i appreciate it more after i watched thanks killing three thanks killing three sucked it was terrible we all love terrible goddamn movies thanks killing three relied too much on puppets and not enough killing oh, and for those listening um kill. if you're if you're looking for Thanks Killing 2, it doesn't exist. So it just went from Thanks Killing to Thanks Killing 3. Gobble, gobble. So the premise of Thanks Killing 3, Turkey, the evil turkey, gobble, gobble, motherfucker, is in search of the last remaining copy of Thanks Killing 2. Yeah, it does. It was, and Thanks Killing 2 in the movie was proclaimed as the worst movie made of all time. But he needs this movie to mind control the people of the world. It, it just, it's, there's a lot of puppetry involved. It's, it's just very weird. It's, there's just not enough killing. Not like the first one. It had like a, a set design. This one is just, it goes all, there's Thanksgiving land. It's just completely bonkers. Spaceballs 3, the search for Spaceballs 2. The search for more money. Basically, that's, uh, but was it two nights? Yeah, but uh, but two nights ago, two nights ago, last night, I can't remember. I watched Ginger Dead Man. Yes. And here's the problem I have with Ginger Dead Man. Gary Busey? There's not not enough Gary Busey in the the movie. Yeah, that's fair. Were you as disappointed as I was when he didn't say, run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the Ginger Dead Man. I was very disappointed he did not say that. We did. We rented that from Blockbuster. See, we rented that from Blockbuster. Ginger Dead Man, yeah. Yeah, that's how long ago that was. The prep is just, it, it's, it's so awful. And I was into it, just, it was just not enough. See, what you need to watch Gary now, like, and, and Brewster can attest, is Anna and the Apocalypse. It's a zombie oh God, Christmas musical, and it's wonderful. Musical numbers are just, they're good, they're on point. The story, not terrible. <laughs> it had its voice, it knew its voice, and it went with it. We saw it in theaters. We were like one of three people in this movie. And the other guy that was Wait, in the theater with us was the guy complaining. You, actually went, <laughs> you guys had an open theater yeah, and you sat yeah. next to me. That's, that's, like, that's, dude, cool. that's like, cool. Screw you. Don't sit in the middle. And, and they, so, yeah, gee, we're, we're dropping gems of terrible movies. Except that in the apocalypse. That's a good movie. That's a good one. That's not terrible. But I will say, not five-year-old right. friendly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. No, no. <laughs> that, that doesn't quite gel with our... Pokoyo, Dora. Now, did you Tumbleweed. watch the Dora movie, the live action one? <laughs> True in the Rainbow Kingdom viewing. I haven't, I haven't seen the live action one. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, don't think Gabrielle can handle it. That one. <laughs> it's like we like we like old school. The first few go Diego of Dora, go is not on your checklist. <laughs> we're good. Now, now I don't want to go down that route. I had to cut off Dora a couple of years ago because when she was really learning to talk, Dora has that fun thing yeah. where like she or the map, whatever, they'll ask you a question, and it's always like two or three no's before the yes it's like is this the path no is this the path no so after a while i became gabby are you hungry no be like six hours after breakfast I'm like, gabby are you hungry no you ah. like, Blair, gabby are you hungry yes here's the one that's when i realized like, oh, okay. now we can... <laughs> here we go back back like on you. topic yeah Sort of, I guess. I don't know. Where do we stand on leftover soup? Making Both soup with good. your leftovers. Well, the th- well, here's the thing. If you're if you're if you're keeping your turkey carcass, like a broth, you could then make turkey stock, thus making delicious turkey soup. Or as my grandmother would make kanji or jok, as we call it, with the with, with the leftover turkey bones. So I'm all for it. Dude, that's what that's what I was thinking, dude. Like the other day I made uh, carnitas and I you know, white rice on the side. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Turn that into carnitas kanji the next day. There you go. So I'm thinking about that. It's like, well, why not? It's it's it, turkey kanji. It's a, it's a necessity to have I get like eight quarts of it generally from my grandmother makes it and then that's I fair. eat it in about two days. Because it's it's the only it's the only thing I eat, and and no no one else can have it. It's all mine until my grandmother yells at me that I have to give one to my father. That's fair. And then, but she she did actually give me the recipe for it, and I've attempted well, to make not. it, and it's just it's not, it's not the same. I, I, yeah, just, that's not grandma's. It's in her handwriting. It's her that's recipe. Like the, but whatever. That's like the year we did Chinese New Year. I was nice. there for for it, and we made uh, wonton soup, and we all got judged on how we folded our wontons. Right. Which I I can't. I still can't fold the wonton. For I know, but it was just it's funny because Justin was Oof. folding it, and he was folding him so quick. My granny looks at him and is just kind of like, "What are you doing? <laughs> just, just, just stop. Just stop. Stop. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll just eat the wontons. But no, we were drinking, uh, Nick, we were drinking Ching Tao and Tao? literally folding wontons to go in the soup. Nice. Like, it's it's actually a lot of fun. Her, Chinese New Year is probably one of the better of the foodies get-togethers when it does happen. That, that, yeah. What is that? Like, around Martin Luther King Day? Like no, that? a little later, actually. It's, it's February. It, it changes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it can be as late as early. As, I would say late January. Te, can go into early February. February was it's like a weird no, last time. I've only celebrated, yeah. Uh, it, like, yeah. celebrated Chinese New Year with the guys from work. The Chinese engineers, we just went to the Orient in uh, FPH Hicksville. Delicious. And that, that was a lot of fun. They did like a whole big celebration thing. So Chinese New Year, I'm in for it. No problem. Yeah, because yeah, Chinese New Year is our, our one of our first episodes that me and G did. We did Eating Out Racism. It was just when the pandemic was hitting and all Chinatown was, was hit hard and tourism shot down and the, the bitches were you we knew next to nothing. nothing. It was, didn't get hit, didn't hit us hard yet, but the the already the already established racial divide was already set into motion. So yeah. a lot of the places were struggling. So me and G went down there. It just happened to be the last day of Chinese, Chinese New Year celebrations with the dragons, the the, uh, the fireworks, yeah. the cannon confetti, or whatever. So that's when we went down. I was just thinking, hold on, too. I was just thinking about that. <laughs> when I was watching, but someone had like the, the confetti cannon. <laughs> I didn't know how to operate it, guys. Because I thought it was like a pull tag, but it was like a twist thing, but I didn't know. <laughs> so I'm looking at it, looking down the barrel, like, how does this work? <laughs> like, it was. It could have been a bad day. It would have made the greatest video ever it was if epic he just once it twisted it and all the confetti would have shot in his face. Guys, I'm going to actually use this opportunity to tap yes. out. But, gee, before you do. Give us like sort of like a Thanksgiving final thought. You got it. I, my real big final thought on Thanksgiving is just be safe. We sacrifice a lot of these gatherings so we can all see each other again next year in hopefully with everyone. Do the Zooms, cook to your heart content, and if it's not traditional, stick to the prime rib, and that's okay. As long as you're reaching out to your friends and your family, that's what it's going to be all about. Don't worry. Just don't worry about it. Just cook what you love. And that's what it's going to come awesome. down to this year. Well, thanks. Thanks for uh, taking some time out. You know, chit chat about nonsense turkeys, really bad movies, and, and all the like. <laughs> uh, pleasure, well, we'll man. talk, get, get together soon. We'll talk about some other random nonsense. Looking forward to it, buddy. Th- thanks, for, thanks for coming in. You got it. I'll have a beer in my hand next time. What, what, are, what are some good Thanksgiving beers? I'm like, are you going to Bruce? Are we going full sours? What, what, do, what do you. Looking forward to drinking this Thanksgiving. I love Sam Winter. I love that at Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving and mostly, I will say mostly Christmas, but it's out now. So I'll have, I have that at Thanksgiving. The other one I love is Blue Point Blueberry. That's my, that's my favorite Blue Point, uh, hands down. But Blue Point Blueberry during, the, like, during Thanksgiving, it just kind of brings out different notes of all the meals. If you have, if you do have it with your turkey, if you have it with your sides, you, know, you just have it by itself. Six or 12 of those, and it doesn't matter what you have. But uh, Jim, what uh, I was initially I brought up the prisoner was, what Thanksgiving beers, what are we looking forward to drinking? What are we plan on drinking? What are, what are Thanksgiving beers that are maybe inner, not the norm of the general repertoire? Hmm. Well, it's a little tricky because this time of year is porter and stout season. A lot of people might be leaning more towards a dark beer and it's heavier and they might get fuller faster. Even like an Oktoberfest style beer would be good for around now. Um, I still try and plug pumpkin beers whenever possible, only because pumpkin season to me doesn't end until you say it ends. Even though like I'm not running for a pumpkin beer, the season still stands until at least probably the day after Christmas. Nick, as far as Sam, winter ale goes or winter lager, depending, you know, who you are, how you want to call it. Winter lager. Sam yeah, is, it's, it's, Sam it's a staple. I mean, they used to have a really good variety pack where That's it had delicious. like a cranberry lambic that you could, Yeah, it was delicious, but oh, you, you don't see it anymore because for whatever reason, they decided not to put it in there. And now they got, you know, it's like regular, regular Oktoberfest, the old Fezziwig, which is like a staple of theirs the chocolate bock, and then whatever they feel like doing for like a fifth and sixth beer. I don't know what it is anymore, but a lot of their 
the chocolate box is good. I like the old Fezziwig, but the chocolate box is really good. I prefer the old Fezziwig. It's, it's just like a nice a compliment. Fun like name the to white say, Christmas is delicious. Ah, uh, white. True. I mean, but it doesn't love the Christmas you, carol. You only get those in the variety pack. You can't buy, you know, twelve packs of those. True, and that's you here. I mean, if we were in Boston, we could yeah. buy twelve packs probably of just old probably. Fezziwig. Probably. Yeah. Oh, because really? oh, he does that. Like he has oh, like okay. that. St- uh, what was it? The Boston we'll brick bread or whatever in. that's just in Boston because he does oh, okay. that. Because you know, <laughs> screw you, Sam Adams. But whatever. <laughs> I see how it is. I'm not a Boston local. I get it. But it's hard to say because, like, I've had, like, Line and Google Snowdrift Vanilla Porter on Thanksgiving. I've had an IPA. I've had a sour. It, it, there's really it, there's no real way to do it. It's just you kind of go for it. Fair you enough. dive in. Yeah. Brewster. Hope um, for the best. What's your, what's your thoughts on the topic? So you had asked if I would – you bring in the sour and honestly i would probably enjoy a sour but probably not with any foods um that i'd be having with thanksgiving i'm sure there's plenty that could pair and probably pair very well but on a day like that i honestly wouldn't really be in the mood for a sour you know i'm glad that i kind of had a little bit more time to actually think i honestly would be leaning more towards like i don't know any anything with like a nice raspberry taste to it something kind of like to complement maybe like the cranberry and the turkey you know because that all kind of is very fitting to it and whether it be an ipa or stout or this or that or the other the style of it really it really doesn't matter to me so you feel like a mead as long as i'm getting that nice kind of raspberry taste to it where it blends very well that's kind of where i would really lean towards or even just if if i'm not going for that then a nice light basic sort of beer not not necessarily a a budweiser or anything like that but you know just a nice light uh pilsner maybe a nice nice basic lager but you know i'm not going too crazy too fancy or too over the top to try and pair so you wouldn't do mead per se, like a honey, you know, honey wine, if you would. It could work. I feel like it could work. It definitely could work as far as which, cooking which goes. Which you're, you're grabbing because. All right. So I had a before earlier, we did a cheeseburger wraps and I had the Groenfell Chaos Sizer or Groenfell. I, I, I really can't remember. I just know it's grown with an F. You know, it was a, it's a cider mix with the mead, so it was like honey apple. A little dry, but it still overly had that apple cidery feel and aftertaste. See, for me, that's something that I probably should have saved for Thanksgiving, but not knowing about it, you know, going into it, just wanting to try it. It was good. It's definitely something that I would have considered if I had enough of it to throw in stuffing. Like, as I was saying earlier, it's to like cook with the stuffing and like just... Let it see what, what goes. For me, I probably wouldn't do that because like but you I said, mean, it's that's kind me. of dry. And I'm not really, I'll drink wine. I'm not against it or anything like that. But like, I wouldn't drink, don't get me started on that. Ice wine. <laughs> We've had many adventures with the ice <laughs> But um, ah, Delicious. Another day, another night. The, uh, the dry, <laughs> yes, we have. The dryness of it, like a dry red wine. Like, I enjoy a glass of that but not when I'm eating. I don't like something that's dry when I'm eating. I, I want to have something that kind of, for me, for me, I feel like that doesn't that's really complement. Because it makes meal. you more hungry. I feel like that almost takes away from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're not so exactly I'd, going for a I'd Cabernet. Ra- I'd rather have something that kind of Fancy. like, just it flows well, it blends well. And so I don't know if I'd necessarily go for a mead, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't go then to a cider for that meal either, because I think that's too sweet. See, all right, I'm so all what about, about like yeah, scrumpies? That's what I mean. Like, I love scrumpies. I would use that in everything and anything that's... that I could. I feel like they might be the one exception to my to my no cider on the Thanksgiving Day rule. See, that was the thing. Like, before I left the store, I made sure, like, that they were on par and were going to order scrumpies regularly. People who know cider know scrumpies, and you just need it. Yeah, because I grew it, up. It's a necessity. No, I'm saying, I was as like, far I grew as, up as a kid. Yeah. I remember drinking, you know, the Martinelli's, you know, the non-alcoholic apple cider. So I'm like, yeah, Martinelli's is delicious. Well, now that I'm adult, I might as well go upgrade and have the, obviously, the alcohol version. So I can, I can clearly see drinking scrumpies literally all day, all day, you know, throughout the meal, through before the meal, after meal. But like for the mead, depending on which, what kind of 
flavor of the mead, the, the ABV of the mead or whatever, as it were. It could either be a before or it could be, I could more see it as more after the meal. The one, the one that um, I've been drinking has been averaging around a low to high six. So it's between like 6.1 and 6.7, I would say, is the overall average. It would fit our golden mile rule, but overall, it, it's, it's kind of like if you're going to drink it, it might take you longer or it might take you quicker. I mean, it, it, it all depends on your palate. Gotcha. You know, it's not like me before a Dropkick Murphy's concert taking... Dude. bomber bottles of scrumpies and saying face. let's have a you know a grand old time i mean i'm that's still you know probably one of my more rookie maneuvers i will say but but it was it was glorious that it was i'm saying like um one of the means i drink a lot is uh vikings blood Ooh, and you can do anything before after in between smooth who makes it, it who around. makes it like where's it from dansk viking blood honey it's like a 30 dollar bottle now would you drink it out of your viking horn why not i mean at, at that point well i don't i don't know if i could drink it out of the one that i have because uh because of all the you have that one, all the sediment that you ingested uh yeah let me tell you <laughs> is there any way of, i mean not a way around it but like is it just you have to drink a shit ton just get rid of the sediment and then no it's it what it is is because it's like it's from the animal yeah even know, if you yeah. dishwash you know like you put it through the dishwasher you could put it through the ringer no matter what you do overwhelming ajda that comes when you drink the meat out of it is just it's just happening there's nothing you there's nothing you can do there's nothing you can fight about it it's just accept it it is what it is and you know power through just suck it up be a viking and drink out of a goddamn horn. more or less all right fair enough I got a, I got one actually. I got something I got something to throw in. Tomahawk steaks. Too much bone. Yes. Yes. I I agree with you there's too much bone. But at the same time there's never really too much bone. All four tomahawk steaks? Because of bone Outside marrow. I want like would you eat bone marrow? Are you a bone marrow kind of guy? I I love bone. I know you do. No, I don't, I don't do. <laughs> I would do bone marrow shots if I could right now. Bone marrow lose. No, I don't baby. bother with the bone marrow. I just don't, I I go straight for the steak, but I do I like the steak on the bone, but with a tomahawk steak, you know you're presented that whole rib. It's it's just it's in the way. And then there's it's, like a twenty ounce, in, you know. Comes, it's just in the way. I love beef. Cut the goodness. Cut the freaking thing, and give me you know give me my little piece of bone and give me my steak and I'm happy. I know it's, it's presentation, buddy. It's but a, I, you that's know, what it's all about. Charge me the same thing. Cut the damn bone. And I could, I could have it in front of me instead of half on the table. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, I'm very pro. Give me the whole damn thing because it just looks awesome. I'm, and if I'm, I can eat I'm it off the bone, I'm pro dinosaur. <laughs> unless you, unless you want to give me the rib meat around the bone, then that's different. You know, you take you, you take ribeye plus all that rib meat. Then okay. I just want to eat it off the bone, like you know, caveman style. Yeah, and just go. Yeah, but when you you know when you're paying hundred hundred plus for a prime steak, and you know you're in a nice restaurant and everything, you can't well, do that. Well, you yeah, can. It's usually just if you're, if you're they'll carve it up. Upon. Generally, they'll slice it. But anyway, yeah, no, I'm always I'm always pro tomahawk just because of the fact that you're getting a gigantic thing that's the size of your body for a freaking steak. Yeah. Oh, Fred Flintstone. I will say, I will say, with steakhouses though, I wish instead of giving me a traditional steak knife, you know, serrated blade, give me a bony knife. That's what I want. That will I want a bony knife. Well, I, I'm not many, <laughs> but at least it will cut the meat. But I could get, but not only that, I could get into that bone and I could fillet it right off. Especially oh, no. with a porterhouse. I, I, I understand right. the need for a, a building knife. I'm just saying, people are people, and they are dumb and stupid, and they will stab themselves. Yeah, people are stupid. We yes, we understand. Men in Black <laughs> told us this. People are, stupid. but it just drives me nuts. Just give you know, you try try get getting all that excess meat off with a serrated knife. I mean, I do it, <laughs> but it's work. <laughs> you can bony knife. I'm just, I'm hitting out. It drives me. I do have to say, when they, especially with when I, I order a porterhouse for two for myself, you know, 
That's the way I like to do it. German, so, which is fine. <laughs> so, but when they cut it, when the chef cuts it for presentation, it's never close enough to the bone. That's why you really need that. You know, you really need that boning knife to get the get that excess meat. It's not like he did a fantastic job and he really, you know, it's really carved off and. Now I'm just kind of nitpicking the couple scraps, which I would. Oh, man, didn't if you're gonna you. cut it, cut it right, or just give me a give me a freaking bowie <laughs> knife and let me go at it. I'm gonna have to start bringing my own knives. That shit in. Well, I do that anyway, but that, well, we don't we don't talk about that. <laughs> We're coming back around, folks, ladies and gentlemen. We've we've as always have gone off topic, as we do. We we've alluded to it earlier. We kind of got sidetracked through all our various rants and raves which is expected by us by now we would be remiss. i don't think we would have done this this podcast justice this thanksgiving special it's proper ado if we did not talk about the accoutrement the sides of the dirty bird yeah the turkey gets all the grandstand or the prime rib gets the grandstand but it's all about it's it's a cast, you know, it's the supporting cast. What you're going to have on the side of, of, of the main dish. Now, we all have our own specific favorites. There's also some necessities that you need to have on the table. We talked about cranberry sauce. Obviously, Nick, you don't give two shreds of a shit about whether it's even even on the table. We grew up on, the rest of us of, of grew, grew up okay. on the jellied version, although we've made fresh versions for other various reasons, but... We are here. We're we're gonna we're gonna hammer in before we end the sides, the supporting cast of the bird. Because without the supporting cast, we cannot make our tasty sandwich the next day. It's just not. We'll just be a plain old turkey sandwich with, you know, who will just want no one. So let's 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 talk about yeah. So let's talk about let's talk about sides. Sides, the greatest thing that we could do to the to our main attraction of the bird, the prime rib, the, you know, whatever else you got going on. But let's, let's, let's talk sides. What, what are your favorites, the necessities, the, the oddball ones that you just you like to have or you want to have, whatever the, the, the thoughts take you. Let's start off with Nick. Corn, corn, corn casserole. casserole. All right. My aunt makes a corn casserole. I honestly have no idea what's in it other than corn, eggs, probably some type of sugar and cream, I'm assuming. But it it is my favorite side. Even if, if you gave me Thanksgiving without turkey, without prime rib, and just said, here is corn casserole, and this is what we're having for Thanksgiving, nice. I'd be happy. I'd be yeah, very, I mean, my very happy. My a version of corn casserole. It's like can of like cream corn. It's a box of Jif, you know, corn muffin mix. Just a shit ton of butter, and some probably something else. Throw it in all together. Bake it off, and then boom. Oh yeah. So I'm, I, yeah. So yes. I, I am. It's all yes. Fully double thumbs up for the for the corn casserole, mm-hmm. and in any form. And who knows what you're your your version is like and i'm i'm love to try it that just i mean who's a corn casserole yeah i'm i uh, um they are coming uh, as i said i'm hosting thanksgiving this year they are coming and i did ask my aunt to make the sides the quote-unquote vegetables corn casserole is uh number one on on that list so very very excited for that along with a couple others we got you know, traditional. I'm actually going to be making the mashed potatoes this year. And I asked my aunt to make a sweet potato casserole. She was able to find the Ruth Chris recipe, which they make available online. That, this Ruth Chris sweet potato casserole is number one. Nick, now I have to ask, with your sweet potato casserole or sweet potatoes in general, yep. are you using marshmallow? I like I like marshmallows, but I, I, I do not find them necessary. The casserole does not yeah, include think- marshmallow. It's basically brown sugar, like a brown sugar crust from what I remember. See, I think sweet potatoes and marshmallow are like perfect. Oh, they're so oh, they are. Anytime it's available, 
it, I, I think it's just perfect. Yeah. Like you, you just need it. To I happen. do have to say, I love when it comes to potatoes, sweet potatoes, yams, whatever you want to call them, are my favorite compared to a traditional, what you know, baked potato or ma- even mashed potato. I still rather have sweet potato yams. If you want to candy them, if you want to have them with with marshmallows, I don't care. Even if they're just baked, you know, just a baked sweet potato. Have that with some butter. I'm very happy. Yeah, that's the way I like the a baked sweet potato. Wasn't big on the marshmallows, but like you you style yeah. that shit in butter. I was say throw fluff right in. I was just thinking, it was really nice. It. I remember this one restaurant again down in Ocean City, Maryland. They it was pretty sure it was called Nick's Ribs or Nick's. It wasn't called Captain Geach and the Shrimp. It was not Captain Geach and the Shrimp. Captain, because Captain Geach is. Um, it's not there anymore. What they had a compound butter that was basically whipped butter with cinnamon sugar. I mean, you put that shit on everything, whether it be your steak, your ribs, your sweet potato. Like it was fantastic. Frank's Red Hot has competition. It really. Every time I think of having sweet potatoes, I think of that that time when we were at this restaurant and you got that cinnamon sugar butter. I will also say honey goes fantastic with sweet potato. That nice, sweet, little sticky, but just don't get it on yourself. But that sweetness really brings out the additional flavors of the sweet potato. So I don't know if you guys mentioned this quickly. I know we talked to sweet potatoes. I was grabbing a a drink. Brewster, I know you said the green bean casserole is on your Thanksgiving thing. I never really grew up on the green bean casserole. So... What what is what is is that just an essential like what is yeah what is so great about this? It, I don't. Is it just like a, is it like a well, childhood thing that you just it's you just expect it and just, it's just like it is what it is. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this. So you guys were talking about corn casserole, never had it. So I think the green bean casserole for me is what the corn casserole is for you. If that puts it into context, I, I love it. Um, so really, it's it's not like it's not like the most amazing thing I've ever had. It's not like the staple of Thanksgiving sides, especially for me. That's not my top favorite side. That is just kind of like it's expected to be there. It for for me at my table, it's going to be there, and and if it's not, that's kind of weird. But it's not the end of the world. Fair enough. Yeah, I was just curious because yeah, I never really grew up on the green bean casserole thing. Now, uh, Brewster, with uh, with the green bean casserole. Do you, is it made? I don't know. I don't know if you make it. If family member or friend makes it, is it so? Is it made using Campbell's cream and mushroom soup as the quote unquote traditional recipe calls for? Is it made with a different, you know, a different type of soup? So from from what I know, because I I personally have never made it. Okay. Um, but from what I know, I do believe it is made with the Campbell's cream and mushroom, mm-hmm. and also with an I. I don't know the the brand, but it's French's uh, fried, fried onions. Campbell's? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> slathered right in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, those those That's are the best. The- those are actually side note. If you make breaded chicken, not, not like pan fried chicken. I mean, you can, but if you want to do it in the oven, use the use the fried onions instead. That's I've done that before. Little pro, pro tip. tip. Just- "Quote unquote pro tip. Coat it in the great texture to the chicken. Coat it in those onions. All right, I like it. Never actually done that before, but hey, you never know. For some reason, the chicken just comes out a lot juicier than traditional breadcrumbs. I want to argue. I've never done it, so I can't say one way or the other. So, Jim, is there? We talked about sweet potatoes, acid casserole, corn casserole, now green bean casserole. On your Thanksgiving table, is there a, a thing? That's needed. For me, it's the stuffing. It's always been the stuffing. I love stuffing. And that's always, you know, that's always been my thing, especially when I'm ordering uh, like out, like Brewster was saying, where there's a Thanksgiving option on the menu. I judge stuffing wholeheartedly. Could care less about, you know, anything else. But if your stuffing sucks, I will let you know about it. I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm a bastard with stuffing. So th- that that will literally ruin your entire meal. It will though, because like shit. you know, some so, people, some people like a crunchier stuffing, some people like a moister stuffing, and that's what I love about the muffin is you get a bit of both. Now Stephanie the other day made a keto stuffing, and instead of actually having like breading or like cornbread that you would in like a stovetop or stuff like that, 
it involved pork rinds and it was wonderful uh, Ooh, love delicious um the initial recipe didn't call for sausage but we added sausage to it to beef it up i was just gonna ask when you make when you do a stuffing do you do a sausage, sausage. stuffing or do you i i love sausage as well or do you do a more like a traditional tra- bread i guess traditional we have generally have both yeah both, both for those that yeah yeah to, to be for those that love it those love it so i mean the, both is definitely I made. Care less sausage is preferred. Yeah, I, I love. I'm slapping, I'm love slapping gravy all over that shit anyway. So Regardless. Make... Now here's my next question. <laughs> now that you brought up gravy, though, and we'll, we can come back to stuffing, whatever. Yeah, we definitely have to come back to stuffing. Sure. Now with your gravy, are you buying like the store bought jar of gravy, or are you using like the gravy from the turkey, like the actual natural gravy to? use in your stuff i've done both as have i i've seen both i prefer my grandmother's preferred to be use the drippings of the turkey and everything else to make an actual gravy i actually taught i showed my grandmother how to make a gravy she does it her own way i do whatever variant she does i do a different way to do it in a pinch sometimes you just crack that pepperidge farm gravy that that jar and just heat it up and ready to go generally i if i'm in charge of of the gravy or I'm, I'm giving pointers of what to do next, it would be to make the gravy from scratch. Sometimes you don't have stock broth on hand to make said gravy. No, well, that's yeah. crack open that pepperidge, that pepperidge farm. Because pepperidge farms remembers. I think, I think it's the, uh, the Heinz gravy that I've my family has used, not for Thanksgiving, just for gravy other, purposes, yeah. like just turkey, you know, turkey dinners. You can't go wrong with dinners. I'm pretty sure it's Heinz, but it's, it's a fantastic gravy. Where I would not even be ashamed to serve it for Thanksgiving. Like I've done, like the, the, the dried packet, was it like Nors or like whatever, the, the jus. Yeah, no, no. This, is, this is a liquid gravy in a jar. I'm, as I said, I'm pretty sure it's Heinz. But that being said, my aunt and my father make a red wine gravy. I believe it's Alton Brown's recipe, that. and that is damn good gravy. <laughs> that that is. You, that's the stuff that you just want to drink and well, that's why they have the red wine. Putting it, it is absolutely fantastic, uh, and that's why I test them to make the gravy this year. It's their job every year, but test I test. Them. It's like don't fuck it up again. I don't need to try this. I'll try it on another day, not during Thanksgiving. It's like I can make it myself, but I don't want to. I'll let someone else do that. So I'll let the pros take care of that. They've been making it for years. They do a fantastic so job. And by the time it's done, the turkey's What's actually kind of interesting and what I kind of like is Stephanie's preparing for a keto Thanksgiving for herself. So the stuffing she made already was actually like a test for next week. It worked out. She has to send me some of her recipes because I follow her online. It's wonderful. And, um, it, like, personally, it's wonderful. Fantastic. She made. I know I think I've said the, this every week now, but I love the stuff that, that she comes up with, whether it's recipe or her own things everything looks delicious and i really i really can't okay, wait tonight, to try tonight she made peanut butter chocolate bread yeah i saw that no i was very joke. excited to it see what i could like do with drake's that. funny bones it's it's delicious Ooh. like it's it's a great dessert and it's it's all keto it's it's interesting because she's going into thanksgiving and she has to make all her own food for herself and she's going to a grandma's mm-hmm. and she and like nobody else is eating keto except her. And not that it really yeah. takes much, but like there's certain things it. like she has to make her own stuffing. She has to make in a sense, like her own gravy. Turkey has to be prepared mm-hmm. a specific way so that she can eat it. And, yeah. and so like she can't have apples. Apples aren't allowed on keto for whatever reason. Yeah, because well, because of all that sugar, yeah. and all the fructose. That's like onion. I didn't when I uh, when I was doing keto, I didn't realize how like how bad it's onions. It's weird though because there's a lot of onions and things. Yeah, probably for moisture. Yeah, for moisture so, like, content. But you know, you have you have a little bit of onion. Where I used to make like three or four well, sautéed yeah, onions. onions are delicious. When I when it wasn't yeah when it wasn't you know, I I make make that and I wasn't actually following yeah. any type of like recipe or doing your own thing carb or keto diet yeah i was doing my own thing I, like, I could just make it and, and that's what i like, onions, like when she so. does things and like naturally i'm the test dummy well you're the test dummy for everything true. with me too so besides well, the point i i will dummy. willingly eat almost anything that is presented in front of me yeah we we, we talked about that on the previous episodes of we ate too that's much very true. Bad. <laughs> way to plug way to plug honestly like it just makes my job easier <laughs> yeah. but so no like 
keep plugging. Keep we plugging, did we plugging, tonight plugging, was plugging. for dinner was uh, cheeseburger wraps. Yeah, you mentioned this before. Cheeseburger wrap. Would, now was it actually a wrap, like a low carb wrap, which I know she yes, posted um, before. She has carb smart wraps. Is it like lettuce which are wraps? nine grams of carbs okay. per wrap. So it's you know it's a lot of carbs. Okay, it's a lot of carbs. But, you know, I usually with keto, I think keto is like twenty carb, twenty grams of carbs. Something like I, I think it's also based on weight and you know male female. I think they have different ratios. Oh, hold hold but, on, it's um, actually uh, cut the carb. Yeah, I have I have it right here. Cut the carb. Listen, she got out of bed to give me the the, the package. <laughs> so. That was that was that was a literally like <laughs> coming in. Sorry, so she she doesn't want yeah, me to credit that. to the wrong company. So it was cut the carb. <laughs> Oh, no, no, literally no. got out of bed to say no, cup, hey, cup. you got it wrong you got it wrong. talk about it know what oh, you're talking hey about. that's okay hey listen yeah, i just eat it i don't pay attention to what the hell the ingredients are <laughs> that's fair. I, I know yeah but she Very does true. and that's what matters that's what so, but no like we, we've cares. actually been using that for like egg wraps like we made like our own like mcdonald's sausage burrito using those wraps and it was delicious mm -hmm. so like i mean nice. i use sriracha only because that's like a go-to like everyday okay. hot sauce for me but i mean everybody has their own mm -hmm. everyday go-to like if i had los calientes from hot ones on hand yeah well we'll do a, we'll do a hot sauce special eventually eventually but i mean i gotta get rich of, for that because rich is yeah. my hot sauce guy yeah, yeah. and and danny i got kind of baptism by yeah, fire into hot sauce <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a lot to unpackage with the hot sauce like by this. fire hey jimmy <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and you survived. <laughs> Much like Nicholas would. Okay. It wasn't for what it for what it was after after Travis saying what it was, and you being like, "No, it was no big deal." It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I was able to handle yeah. it, sort of. You, you did. You did quite well. Better than I. Thought. I know, like for but, for for jumping into mayhem and chaos. True. Like an an ass burning. Yeah. You know, I know. Never ask Jimmy. Oh, how hot is this one? <laughs> Well, it's not bad. It's all about no, no, that's like, no, like, no joke, is. Nick. Like I was like, it's really not that bad. We ate this on, I think it was actually Travis and Lincoln's yeah. birthday. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. just, I was just like, me and T, me, TJ, and him were eating it like it was no problem. So Danny comes and we're like, let's do it. You know, let's just eat it and we'll eat it with the pizza. Slobber. <laughs> like, if he told me what it was, I would have put like one or two drops on the slice. He goes, oh, it's no big deal. So. I like hot sauce, so if I'm hearing like, oh, it's like you know the hot sauce that you'll get when you when you get a bacon, egg, and cheese. When I hear that, I'm like, all right, yeah, let's let's slap it on there. So I slap it all over the slice. I take a bite, and I'm like, oh my god, my mouth was on fire. I look at Jim. I'm like, what the hell? Trav goes, well, what did you use? I show him the bottle. He goes, oh my god. Because that is not just an okay <laughs> one. That is ridiculous. Yeah, but have I, that. you know, as much as my mouth was burning, it wasn't as bad as I expected. And I survived. And I don't do, I used to really eat spicy foods and spicy things all the time, but I just can't deal with the aftermath anymore. So oh, I yeah. just kind of lay low on that. But I, I did way better than I thought I would. With and I haven't gone back since. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I used to love like spite, like hot wings and everything. It just, the acid reflux I, I now get, unfortunately, because of it, it just, it's not worth it for me. That's fine. I mean, it comes and it goes. It's it's a thing. It's why they have Pepto-Bismol. Very true. <laughs> yeah. As Nick downs his Pepto-Bismol bottle. Just, just thinking about it. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take one bite of this and a bottle of that and I'll be fine. All right. So let's, let's dive into, you've all talked about sides. I mean, Brewster, I'm assuming stuffing is your number one. Stuffing is my absolute number one with mashed potatoes, a very, 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 very close second. Like they oh, are hardly. they are so close neck and neck. Together, but stuffing still almost, has that almost has that upper hand. hundred uh, percent agree. And I oh my god. My my family always fears about where I'm gonna sit. Because I judge it based, I, I wait till the table's set. And once all the food's out on the table, before everyone sits down, I find the stuffing, sit down first and start pouring onto my plate. I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm all about sharing and making sure everyone gets their fair portion. But when it comes to stuffing, I'm going to take what I want. God damn it. That's mine. And everyone knows it. Good. As long as they know, then it's, then it's acceptable. They, they expect it. 
but that's pretty much where I fall. Yeah. I mean, cranberry sauce is great. The cas the green bean casserole. I'm not huge on the sweet potatoes and or yams. I think just always because it's served with the marshmallows, which makes it too sweet. And I'm not really big into overly sweet things. But over the years, I've actually really grown more towards the sweet potato. I do enjoy it. So I think if I was to take it this year and not, and maybe like try to get a portion that doesn't have the marshmallows on it, I think I'll enjoy it a little bit more than I usually do. And turkey, white meat, dark meat, I don't care. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. Jim, we already know you're you're, you're a fan of the stuffing. You are the the, the stuffing. Yes. I am a very big uh, stuffing guy. Mashed potatoes actually is a number, a close second. I do love a creamy mash versus a like a more textured, lumpy, if you would, skin in Cheesecake Factory style mash. Then it goes into like corn. I I do enjoy my cream corn as much as I enjoy my regular corn. Beans, peas. One thing that's big and you know from Christmas is my mother always makes like the Pillsbury biscuits. And that is something I need in general almost at every dinner. It's it you just need it. It's just a nice side piece to have. I usually have mine without butter. I am not overly fond of butter, but as far as dating someone who does keto, butter is in basically everything as far as cream butter cheese. So you just kind of get indoctrinated yeah. into accepting that you're pretty much eating a stick of butter whenever, however, as Shakira would say. <laughs> Well, I mean, the French did one thing, right? Butter and butter and butter and butter are the keys to cooking. It's true, though. Like, I mean, I I would use butter initially when I was cooking pancakes as like a Crisco, just, you know, to degrease the pan or grease the pan, if you would, let it be. Overall, though, like I'm not exactly buttering my toast. Uh, I'd rather eat it dry. You know, a la Elwood Blues. I miss butter, man, and I still don't understand you. I don't understand you at all. Elwood? No, like it's just it's just I how I do it. Like you know, for whatever reason, it just doesn't taste Four, right. Five chicken. You're also the same guy that has to have his chicken and waffles separately. So I've been eating it together though. And I, I have, have I eating. have photo proof of that. I have been eating it together. But how how long did it take you? Not that long. Good Life had a really awesome chicken and waffles, and they did it boneless so that I could do it. I forgot where it was in Syracuse. I yeah, had it. The it Funkin' Waffle. Funkin' Waffle. Funkle Waffle had it on the bone, and I couldn't do it. I enjoy the struggle. I'm so, I don't know. I, I enjoyed that struggle. I, I mean, it's closed now. Yeah, that's closed. Initially, I did not enjoy the struggle. I was just like, I just want to eat my damn chicken and waffles. My maple syrup. Let's get on with this. You want the syrup and the hot sauce all on top of it. I don't, I don't oh, give shit. It's all going on. You know, it, it doesn't matter sometimes, like, you know, there's good places that'll do it where, like, you no, know, it's on the bone. I like, and it I works. like I'm sorry, you get some honey butter on a chicken and waffle? Don't, tell, don't tease me with honey butter because PDQ by me honey does butter. a honey butter chicken sandwich. And that's a go-to for me as much as I don't like butter. I'm still not on board with PDQ. Sorry. It's okay. That's... See, I got, when I got chicken and waffles up, up in Saratoga at Hattie's, that, like... That was a real deal. absolutely, and I it was funny because I had it probably three or four times when I was in I was in Charleston, and only of those three three or four times, only one I would qualify as true chicken waffles. So when I got it up in Saratoga, I, I really didn't expect much, and man, was I wrong! Huge, huge chicken breast. If you if you wanted if you wanted white meat. Huge quarter of thighs and legs. If you want a dark meat, man, that brings me back. See, like I mean, I've had super crispy, man, super crispy chicken, nice fluffy waffles, syrup, butter. See, like I've had. I mean, all right, we got to segue back. I'm sorry. It's fine. No, on the chicken and waffles, uh, take real quick, and then I'll I'll segue back. But I've had yeah. Sylvia's is the, the big place here in Harlem for chicken and waffles. Yeah, my brother talks about it's that place. It's good. And when I was down in Memphis, I can't remember the name of the joint. Walker would tell you. <laughs> Walker probably would tell me they had great chicken and waffles. It's, it's the thing is it's a known a known place. I just can't remember right now. I, I ate a lot down in Memphis, but like the one standout that I know for a fact was Roscoe's when I was out in L.A. And I hate everything L.A., but Roscoe's chicken and waffles was. It was fantastic. So it's just it's just one of those things. But I'm pretty sure the one down in Memphis, although I can't remember the goddamn name, beat the shit out of that. So I think I think I was able to order a forty 
a legit like forty of like Coors Light or Bud Light or whatever, 45. whatever beer that they had. I, I could order I mean, I mean, a forty in the restaurant. It was like, wait, I can order a forty? Yes, they gave me a forty. I'll have to, I'll have to ask them uh, when I talk to them what the hell the name of that place was. But Nick, what we're talking about, we're, we'll say way back, is the obviously your, your favorite side and what is what? What's, what's your two favorite sides? What's number one? What's number two? when it comes to the sides, the jerky. And then, and then we'll dive into the final thoughts just because we're, we're, we're wrapping up. As I said, uh, f- favorite sides, number one's corn casserole. Number two is tied between the sweet potato and green bean, green so bean casserole. you don't give a shit about stuffing, do you? Um, no, no. Um, that being said, I do like stuffing. It's not your priority. It, and, oh, and this is perfect segue is this is what I wanted to ask before. True stuffing? Or dressing. Difference being stuffing being cooked in the bird. Dressing being stuffing cooked outside the bird. I like it. My uh, my wife makes a uh, sausage stuffing. She cooked that for for me last year for Thanksgiving. First time I actually had it. That was uh, our first our first time celebrating Thanksgiving together. As you guessed, newlyweds. And uh, but that was great. I do have to say. Sausage stuffing, I like a lot of sausage in my sausage stuffing. I just, I don't, not just looking for flavor. I'm looking for the texture of sausage. I, I basically grew up with the stuffing cooked outside, dre- more of dressing. But again, it, it's, you listen to all these professionals, quote unquote professionals on TV. A lot of them say don't cook it in the bird because it doesn't cook. But I mean, for me, it's 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 not one of my it's not one of my things where I'm like, ooh, they're stuffing. It's I'm like, oh yeah, they're stuffing. Maybe maybe I'll have it. I'm looking. I'm I really I want the vegetables instead. Look at you. No, Um, yeah, yeah. In our in our house, uh, my wife definitely makes. She loves stuffing, so she literally makes like a triple batch of stuffing just for herself to eat. Well, I should say dressing. It's obviously outside of the bird. To, to, to be proper. Generally, Thanksgiving, generally dressing, not stuffing that I've eaten. I've had both. Stuffing eventually will cook. The The con of, of getting a properly cooked stuffing is the fact that you might dry out your bird, and that's where yeah. the problems lie. Um, so obviously, the, the workaround is you make a little stuffing. You make a little stuffing, but you make dressing. Obviously, on the side, that way you can have a little bit, a little bit yeah. of both worlds. So that's yeah. So yeah, my favorite corn. Yeah, if it's if corn casserole is there, it's not always it's not always made. Corn casserole is fantastic. I think a potato. I think either it's either a mashed potato or a sweet potato, depending on what's made. Sometimes you know, back in the day, my grandmother didn't always make sweet potatoes, but there's always definitely mashed potatoes. More of the like I said, the whipped, not the lumpy mashed potatoes. Gravy is always essential because I douse that shit. Really, it's, it's more gravy on everything. It's turkey, the stuffing, the mashed potatoes, whatever crescent rolls or Pillsbury dope rolls, whatever the hell. Everything just getting dumped in gravy. You know, sometimes there's mac and cheese. Like it's, it all, it all, it all depends. Cranberry sauce wasn't really big cranberry sauce growing up. As obviously as I dealt my palate, and obviously when I became a chef, that'll that'll change because I started eating like vegetables and shit and everything. You know, everything that I thought was disgusting actually we actually became tasty if you actually make it right. So, yeah, as far as the number one side has to be a potato of so- a starch, <laughs> some some potato, whether it's sweet potato or mashed potatoes, and that will work. Then stuffing's probably second. I eat more stuffing during Christmas than I do actually during Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, because my mother kind of shoves muffins. it down everyone's throats. <laughs> yeah, the, you, get, you guys get two, two versions of stuffing muffins. You get a sausage one and a plain one, so you just yeah. go to town. With stuffing, it's like for Christmas, we don't do turkey for Christmas. As I said, again, in previous episodes, my dad does the majority of holiday cooking. With Christmas, he says it's too close to Thanksgiving to have turkey sure. twice. And, and I agree because I really don't like turkey, as I said earlier. I'd rather have, you know... Filet mignon yeah, right. and shit, everything else. So, lasagna, uh, <laughs> yeah, eggplant parm, chicken parm, all the good yeah, stuff. Christmas is different. Like Christmas so, Eve, well, uh, the night to the seven fishes. So it's yeah. like you just, it's a big. Plus, well, at TJ's, no, exactly. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's the at the in-laws, yeah, which is that's was, but, that's that's an old day eating freaking bonanza. Fuck Almighty! But we'll, we'll get in, we'll get in that for Christmas. Our, our, our oh yeah, Christmas yeah. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that in uh, in like yeah, a month. month. 
probably more like three um, weeks, but I mean, give or take. With, with stuffing, like, so I'm not, I'm not like with stuffing. It's it, it's just there. And then, as you said, you're dousing everything with gravy. For me, again, as I said previously, gravy is one of those sauces. One of those sauces where it's additional. It's good. It's not always essential to me. Even with damn good gravy, it's I'm not dumping it on my potatoes. I'm not dumping it all, like all over my Slash. plate. It's, I, just, I just want a little bit on the side. I'd rather put like a little ramekin next to me filled with gravy where I could dunk. I'll your your ring sauce for your wings. I could pick and choose what I want the gravy on. If I want a spoonful of mashed potatoes, if I want, you know, want to dunk the gravy, unless for some reason the, the turkey's so dry and I need it, covered in gravy, it's, I, I want the flavors as they're supposed, supposed to be. Not covered in other shit. I, I get you. Not covered, not covered in gravy. It's, and that's, as I said earlier, you know, I said it before and I'll say it again. That's how I love food. I don't want something to mask the flavors. I want something to enhance the flavors. Where gravy can enhance, but it could also mask it in the wrong ratio. I get that. I'm a pro-gravy guy, so I'm ducking my yeah. shit. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, a pro gra- I'm a pro-gravy guy, but as I said, I'd rather have it to the side where I could just yeah. you know, pick well, yeah, and well, choose if I'm eating mashed potatoes out and it's like there's no gravy, I kind of get disappointed. I'm like, oh, I need some gravy for mashed potatoes. But that's yeah, I find if the mashed potatoes are have enough butter and enough cream in it, you don't you and enough salt, obviously enough salt, then you're then you don't really need it. But um, it's, it's it's very and, hard to actually get a place that actually make good like a like a pump puree where it's just like yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's hard. delicious and, and, and so. I, I make it's like I make them at home now. I I personally like my mashed potatoes on the lumpier side. That being said, the mashed potatoes that I have made, and now I, I've probably made them at home three or four times. So nowhere near an expert, but enough where I can say every time this is the way it's come out. Where when I put butter and heavy cream, natural and salt to you know salt to taste as always, you get those lumps. But it's not like you're chewing on potato. You hit that lump, and it's the texture of the lump. But it's as soon as you bite into it, sort of like it's it's melting, creamy, almost. It's just it's just melting your mouth exactly. So it's almost it it really is. It adds that layer of texture to the potato without being like, oh, I just got a chunk of raw. That's potato. important yeah, though. Or, like actually, that's that's how I would prefer so, a lumpy mashed potato. And that, and that, yeah, and that's it, that's really, I think that's mostly because I hand whip. I, I use a masher, I hand whip them, and it's, that's the way I make my mashed potato. Super, super easy. I don't measure anything. Nice. Just kind of look and say, hey, I got X amount of potatoes in this pot. Do I need a half a stick of butter, a full stick of butter? Probably for Thanksgiving, I'm going to need two sticks. And then I kind of eyeball heavy cream yeah. until – and just yeah. incorporate the heavy cream until it hits the right consistency that I'm looking for. Like something like that, it's just they're, – they're, they're great. And I don't want to take away from that flavor just by dousing it in gravy. And now all I taste is this fantastic gravy with a different texture behind it. I want, I want that potato, that mashed potato taste – and if I want a little gravy, a spoon, preferably a spoon for, for mashed potatoes. I like my mashed potatoes with a spoon, but if not a fork and then dunk it in the gravy for that little bit, you know, that little bit of Extra. enhancement on top okay. of it. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. It, it is about that hour for, for final thoughts on this Thanksgiving special. And Brewster, we're not going to you first. I, you know, I had to just give you that quick little. It was a tease. Little tease. And I'm loaded. I'm ready to You loaded. You loaded. I'm not. I'm not going to give you that satisfaction right now. Jimmy, Jimmy Beggs. Jimmy Beggs gets the honors this time of going. Of going first for final thoughts. Final thoughts. First off, I'm going to obviously plug my girlfriend's page. Follow at Stephanie Mounts on Instagram. Follow, 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 follow. Yes, follow. Um, She does plenty of keto things. And if you're really interested and it's worked for her, 
I've been considering it, but I really can't give up beer, which is my problem. Can't give up the pocket. No, for real though. Like she, she's lost almost 30 pounds on keto and that's fantastic. And that's yeah. just eating, Delicious. you know, like, you know, watching what you eat and stuff like that. And she's been cooking her own meals. It's actually been a very positive influence in her life. Definitely something to consider going forward. If you feel, you know, you need to lose a few pounds, you know, maybe you're not the one to, you know, cause obviously COVID has made the gym impossible. You know, try keto for a little bit. Follow her page. She gets a lot of recipes from a bunch of other keto people. That's a lot of fun. Follow them as well. I don't remember a lot of names offhand, but I will say as the test subject to eating a lot of her food, it is delicious as far as Thanksgiving goes. If you're not having cranberry sauce, you're a communist. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I resent that. You follow, you follow Vladimir trust me, Putin. Trust me. I, I resent that. You are a Putin man, or Putin, rather. Excuse me. Stuffing is always good. I would prefer stuffing muffins. If you want to try it, I can tell you how. If not, load the thing up with cider and get drunk on Thanksgiving the old-fashioned way. Or get drunk on Christmas. I don't really care. Just try it. And get drunk. And uh, that'll do it for me as I finish my orange creamsicle from Southern Tier. Ah. So cheers, fellas. And uh, happy Thanksgiving. Was, happy Thanksgiving to you, buddy. Mr. All About the Texture, up to you. Final thoughts. First off, I just want to wish everyone a happy, safe Thanksgiving. Enjoy. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. No matter where you are, these, these are hard times. We're all going to get through it together. And the best way to do that is to be together for Thanksgiving. Whether it be a Zoom call, if it be in person, even just a phone call or reach out and say, hello, happy Thanksgiving. We love and miss you. That being said, enjoy the food. As always, enjoy the texture. And hopefully we'll see you soon. Oh, it's always all about the texture. Brewster, hit me, buddy. So final thoughts. So, so final thought is a side that we didn't talk about, and I had just thought about it, and it's a, it's a staple for me, but biscuits... I like to use Pillsbury, and I use the leftover biscuits as the buns for my country turkey sandwiches on the next oh, day. And if you are not following in those footsteps, <laughs> God damn it, you're missing out. That you are. And you're going to hell already if you haven't done it. So there's that. I mean, you know where I stand as far as everything about Thanksgiving and food and stuff. I want to wish everybody here, G, uh, Drunken Thumb, our listeners, even those who aren't listening, happy Thanksgiving. Do what you can. Zoom, whether it's over that or whether you're together, whatever you got to do, if you're working, if you're whatever it is, I hope you can enjoy the holiday to its fullest. And now I want to plug the topic for the next time that I'm able to be here with you guys. It's a topic that I brought up God knows how long ago, and we never got to it ever. I think it just kind of got forgotten about, and I just remembered it. It's uh, getting catfished by beer names and beer logos and i really want to get into that because how many times am i going to get goddamn catfished yes well well well, just just for you i i I spoke to the drunken thumb hopefully he's going to talk to the uh his friend keith who's a the kilted beer reviews guy we're shooting for that first tuesday in december december 1st i believe to get him on board so we can definitely bring up that topic. So hopefully you're available. If not, we'll we'll, we'll set aside to bring that up because yes, yeah, you, you've been chomping at the bit to to get that topic important. In. Uh, so I, de- I definitely wanna definitely wanna bring that up because I've I've a feeling you have a lot to say on that one. So well, that's gonna be his thesis paper. <laughs> it could be. You know, I, can, I can probably write a thirty-page paper on this. Minimum. He's becoming a doctor, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's, that's Hang on, let me just get my doctoral glasses here. <laughs> yeah, you go. And there Dr. it is. Dr. Cogburn. Dr. Cogburn, the Cogburn files. But I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting the, the cue to, to wrap shit up. But final thoughts, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning into our Thanksgiving special. It's been an honor and privilege to, to talk to you, been able to talk to you, and Hopefully you've been listening and intently taking in every nuance and specific thing that you've been saying, especially, I know we have a heavily influence, especially with the wings and the ice cream and hopefully the Thanksgiving uh, hits home. We've had a crazy year. We'll continuously have a crazy year, especially now with the holidays. We all can't get together like we used to in the past. So do your best to stay safe. Enjoy your meal. Enjoy your family, enjoy your friends, depending on how you do it whether it's in person, via Zoom, what, what have you. 
Um, it's been crazy ride. Hopefully you can stuff your face, stuff your, you know, as much as you want. You know, get that tryptophan is going to hit in. You're going to fall asleep. It's all good. Just wake up the next day, make yourself a good, good old sandwich. Whether it's on biscuits that you have left over or not. Some people just don't have biscuits left over. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Take yes, care. Yes. Take, take, take the, the Cogburn file away and put, put your sandwich on the biscuits. If not, you know, make do whatever bread you have available. Or just don't bread it. Just use the turkey slices as your, your, your sandwich. You going to make biscuits? You going to make biscuits? <laughs> But um, <laughs> once again, it's been an honor and a privilege to actually talk to all of you fellas. I'd like to thank uh, Gregorio for coming on. He had to bounce out a little early because he had to, you know, be a Professor Papa for for tomorrow. Um, so he has obviously other responsibilities that obviously we don't. Um, but for Foodies Never Say Die, on behalf of Jimmy Bag of Donuts, all about the texture, Nick. The Bruce Cogburn. Obviously, my name is Travis. I'm your Drunkleberry. Thank you very much for tuning in. Have a happy, th- happy, safe Thanksgiving. Have a joyous Thanksgiving. COVID-free. Full Thanksgiving. A COVID-free Thanksgiving. And we will uh, we'll hear you. We'll hear from you soon. We'll talk to you soon uh, on, on our next podcast, hopefully in a couple of weeks from now. Um, but until then, stay healthy, stay drunk, and stay full. Have a good one, folks. Cheers.